Welcome to another episode of Viatorian Voices Conversations on the Way. This is pre-associate Dan Masterton from Vocation Ministry, and I'll be your host for this special episode in our series on Catholic social teaching, a lively and enlightened faith. This episode will unpack the CST theme, Rights and Responsibilities. Catholic Relief Service's CST 101 explains it like this. The Catholic tradition teaches that human dignity can be protected and a healthy community can be achieved only if human rights are protected and responsibilities are met. Therefore, every person has a fundamental right to life and a right to those things required for human decency. Corresponding to these rights are duties and responsibilities to one another, to our families, and to the larger society. To put it simply, Christ calls us to protect access to the things that everyone needs so as to live justly for others, society, and ourselves. To help us examine rights and responsibilities from a Viatorian perspective, we'll first hear about a social service agency for people experiencing homelessness in Chicago suburbs from its director, who is an alumnus of a Viatorian school. Then we'll hear from a Viatorian educator who was part of an effort at a Viatorian school to meet emergent needs of the local community during the pandemic. Finally, we'll look at Viatorian's ministries of accompaniment with people in transit. At the end of each segment, I'll offer some questions. I invite you to pause the recording to reflect and discuss. Let's go. Part one. Journeys the Road Home is a nonprofit agency that provides both shelter and social services to people experiencing homelessness and at risk of becoming homeless in the Northwest suburbs of Chicago. Beth Neighbors is the executive director of Journeys, and she is an alumnus of Sacred Heart of Mary, the girls' high school that later merged with St. Vider High School. First, we share a bit about what Journeys does with and for people experiencing homelessness. Some of our population are street homeless individuals or people who have recently become homeless by couch surfing at friends' houses or other family members' houses. We also serve people who are fragilely housed and are struggling, and that's our prevention client base. And those individuals, we want to keep in their homes because by keeping them in their homes and their stable living situation, it avoids all other consequences that might be down the road. Our population has changed over the years, specifically during COVID, where we started to pendulum from single adult males to intact families, uh, single families with children. And it's really when through all these transitions with the agency, when I've really relied on my foundation through my education at St. James and then through Sacred Heart of Mary, because it's where you're able to fall back on. We feed, we close, we, we shelter the most fragile among us. And additionally, we do so in a compassionate, non-judgmental way. We really are the agency that says there's a holistic approach in dealing with humanity. And there's many different dimensions of somebody's life. And one of those dimensions is faith. And a lot of people have had some broken relationships over the years with their faith. And so we really do wrap around. And again, that's when I reached out to the Viatorians and St. Viator to say, let's really enhance this partnership. Next, here's some neat ways that Beth has worked with the Viatorian community to meet the rights and needs of our neighbors. They have been connected since they started in 1999 <laughs> because it was my first reach out. It's home. We've also been involved with a lot of volunteer initiatives, Make Difference Days, um, some of the service uh, coursework at St. Viator's. Father Corey, he would bring a crew over to our uh, site in Palatine and do cleanup once a week with St. Viator students. And it's just been a very powerful connection. I reached out again to the Viatorians when we were hit with COVID 
and we had to shift very quickly and take over 100 people out of a congregate shelter situation and house them quickly, and our idea was hotels. So we went straight to the Viatorians, and they were our initial seed money to move everybody out of shelter into hotels, and they allowed us to get that foundation so then we could keep the wheels turning to keep that program funded, and two and a half years later, we still have over 100 people in hotels. We're just starting to return back to congregate shelter. But the Viatorians made that a seamless process for me within days. I was able to do that. Additionally, we have been campaigning for quite some time to build a community building where everything can be in a one-stop shop. And again, my first point of request of support was the Viatorians, and they came through. And I think that's super important because they're investing in their community, and they're investing in the most fragile among us, and that is the foundation of what we stand for. Questions for reflection. Charity and justice are the two paths of service. Charity is the actions we take to meet emergent, urgent needs. What actions of charity do you hear described here to meet basic human rights? Justice is fixing systemic issues to create a society in which everyone's rights are protected and met. What actions of justice are needed to help people experiencing homelessness? What social structures must be addressed and reformed? St. Vider High School students often assist with facilities preparation and cleanup and have fundraised to support services like Journeys. What actions could you take in your local community to support people experiencing homelessness? Also, to hear my whole interview with Beth, listen to episode 42 in the podcast feed. Part 2. Cristo Rey St. Martin is a high school in Waukegan, Illinois that belongs to the Cristo Rey Network. It is also a Viatorian-endorsed school where Viatorians have worked on staff and in leadership and continue to assist with campus ministries. Cristo Rey students work one day a week in corporate work-study jobs that teach them professional skills and also earn them salaries that go toward the cost of Catholic education. In addition to the work duties and their academic responsibilities, Cristo Rey St. Martin students are deeply committed to serving their local community, as well as doing service learning to study and work for justice. In these clips, Director of Campus Ministry Jim Dippold explores some ways the school community has lived out the calls of rights and responsibilities. First, Mr. Dippold describes the unique campus of the school. We're super excited to be in a new building that was renovated. We moved in about four years ago when half the building was renovated. It's an old Kmart, an old uh, big box building. And then about two years ago, as we were moving through the first year of the pandemic, we were able to finish the second half of the building that gave us some great space. Our president, Preston Kendall, has also always envisioned our campus being a, a hub for the community, a place to support uh, and offer things to the community that we couldn't offer in the old space. So the, the building itself lends itself to being able to host uh, different community events here in the school. And we've got kind of a ginormous parking lot, used to be filled with Kmart shoppers. And we, we can't fill it with enough cars on regular school days, but we fill it when we do pop-up distributions with Northern Illinois Food Bank. Next, Mr. Dipple discusses the pop-up food distributions that Cristo Rey St. Martin started hosting during the pandemic, building on their pre-existing relationship with the regional food bank. The first big project was a partnership with Northern Illinois Food Bank, hosting some pretty big food distributions. We've been partners with the Northern Illinois Food Bank probably for about 15 years, and there are regular volunteer sites for us. We take students uh, about three or four times a month 
to pack food that stays here in our local community. And that's what we had been doing pre-pandemic. Volunteer programs shut down during the pandemic until some folks contacted us, contacted me to ask about uh, using our parking lot to host a distribution that they wanted to do. Uh, there's an organization uh, called Alianza de, de Football, and uh, they hosted tournaments, soccer tournaments for youth, for young people in about 14 or 15 different cities, uh, something they'd been doing for years. And, and then when the pandemic struck, they shifted and obviously they could no longer pull people together for soccer tournaments. So instead, they wanted to serve the communities where they had been hosting these soccer tournaments. And they, so they were reaching out to and partnering with local food agencies like Northern Illinois Food Bank. That's who they partnered with in the Chicago area. And I got excited and said, we, we, we'd love to host it, but we'd love to provide volunteers because uh, our students haven't been able to do a whole lot for the community. And this would be a really meaningful way to pitch in and do something that would benefit others during the pandemic. So in November of 2020, with Alianza, the football, or they became known as Alianza Contigo, kind of a, a all in with everybody, we hosted and, and we probably served like between 800 and 1,000 families and said, we'd love to host these much more often. Uh, Alianza Contigo got us started and it was a great kind of interesting that it, it took an organization from Mexico to, to pull together with Northern Illinois Food Bank and to pull together with Crystal Ray St. Martin to do this first event and, uh, and led us to the partnership to continue with Food Bank hosting distributions here. Finally, Mr. Dippold talks about the campus serving as a mass vaccination clinic as the COVID-19 vaccine was rolled out to the wider public. Our president, Preston Kenzel, worked his magic and did some amazing things networking with different groups of people and was able to partner with uh, Jewel Osco Pharmacy. And uh, they were looking for sites here in our community. And we said, heck yeah, we'd love to help host that and we'll provide the space, the volunteers. And so we were able in February and March of 2021 to host two sets of vaccine clinics, first shot and second shot for people. And again, I think that was over a thousand people at each of those clinics and really helped to serve a need that we kind of learned some things through the first clinic we hosted when things were posted on the Jewel Osco website. Of course, appointment times got filled in really, really quickly. Um, and it wasn't necessarily our community who had access and was able to sign up for those first vaccine shots, um, but kind of learn on how to target and get word out to uh, our local community here in Waukegan, North Chicago, folks who didn't have maybe quite as much access or availability to travel to different places that people were traveling uh, back in the early days of the vaccine. And the second set of clinics, we were able to really bring in a lot of folks who uh, needed the shot and otherwise would struggle maybe to get it if it wasn't being offered here in the local community. Questions for reflection. Campus ministry is often a reductive term because many campus ministries take place off-site, at retreat centers or through service across the community. But here, the campus is a major site for these ministries. Do you imagine your home campus as a place of ministry? Why or why not? How could the campus grounds and buildings more fully serve the community and neighborhood? Often, emergencies jeopardize basic rights and needs, seen particularly during COVID through things like hunger and healthcare crises. What are the basic rights and needs often going unmet in your community? What do people need that they are lacking? Sometimes we think our individual effort or the effort of a community we belong to will not be enough. 
Krista Ray St. Martin is a strong counterexample that shows how adults and teens worked well together to do something extraordinary for their local community. What do you wish your school, parish, or local community could or would do to meet local needs? What action do you want to be part of? Also, to hear my whole interview with Mr. Dippold, listen to episode 41 in the podcast feed. Part three. While Viatorians celebrate the continuing ministry of Vider House of Hospitality, founded in 2017, the Viatorian commitment to walking with people in migration and immigration goes back much further. Viatorians over the years have been involved in many forms of advocacy and accompaniment. In fact, a closer look at some of the outreach and support in the years leading up to the founding of Vider House helps shows how that community came to be. Several Viatorians have been involved in the Interfaith Committee for Detained Immigrants, or ICDI. This coalition in Chicago seeks to assist people in transit with their travel and housing, while also advocating for greater justice in public policy. One way the Viatorians became more active in this ministry was by helping to establish a post-detention accompaniment network. Brother Michael Gosh explained that the fundamental purpose was to ensure that people released from detention had someone reliable to meet them and walk with them through their next steps. This included regular visits to McHenry County Jail in the Chicago suburbs, where committee members would establish relationships with people in detention and work toward assisting them with housing, asylum hearing preparations, and eventual work permits and placements. In 2014, after a months-long bureaucratic process in the Chicago suburb of Cicero, ICDI won approval of a special use permit that allowed them to convert an old convent into a residence for men released from immigration detention. Viatorians then assisted with refreshing and furnishing the building so that its 18 bedrooms and many common areas could become a congregate home, and the Viatorian community stepped forward with funding for staff and rent. Not long after, another convent in Chicagoland was similarly prepared to host women released from immigration detention. These ministries, led particularly by Catholic religious sisters, brothers, and priests, together with faith leaders from other religious traditions, laid crucial groundwork for what would become Vider House of Hospitality for young men seeking asylum and Bethany House of Hospitality for young women seeking asylum. Questions for reflection. Viatorians are called to walk with people whose society accounts of little importance. Why do people often belittle or marginalize those who come to the U.S. as migrants, immigrants, refugees, or asylum seekers? Why might this happen? Refugees are people who have fled war, violence, conflict, or persecution, and have crossed an international border to find safety in another country. Asylum seekers are people who seek protection because they have been persecuted or fear persecution due to their race, religion, nationality, membership in a particular social group, or their political opinion. Catholic social teaching states that all people must have their basic needs met as rights. What is our responsibility to these people coming to the U.S. as refugees or asylum seekers? As these refugees and asylum seekers settle in the U.S., what do you hope they will be able to do? What do you hope they can bring to their communities and neighborhoods? What hope or support can they provide to friends and family still struggling in their homelands? Also, the information for this segment comes from articles written by Director of Communications, Eileen Davey. To keep up with our news, visit Viatorians.com or follow Viatorian USA on social media. That's all for this episode. Remember, with rights and responsibilities, 
Christ calls us to protect access to the things that everyone needs so as to live justly for others, society, and ourselves. How will you respond? For more information or to seek accompaniment in vocational discernment, visit Viatorians.com, follow Viatorian USA on social media, or email vocations at Viatorians.com. On behalf of the Viatorian community, I'm Free Associate Dan Masterton. Venerable Louis Kerbs, inspire us. St. Vider, pray for us. Adored and loved be Jesus. Mm-hmm.